Michael. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Drew? <laughs> you know, I'm doing great. Great. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> do you do you think do you think morning hosts still feel ridiculous? Do you think they still feel ridiculous? Because you know, off air, they're like, "All right, so, uh, so you're Brandon, right? Okay, yeah, you're Brandon. Okay, so um, what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about the weather. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about you know this or that." Um, and then, uh, then you know what? We'll, we'll go ahead and interview the questions that we rehearsed, and you'll be good to go. All right? Okay. I don't. And then they then they go I, on if, air, and they just like they over the top, like, "Hey, welcome to KCF one hundred three point seven, blah blah blah." Like, is that is that still a thing on the radio? Does that exist still? Well, that what you're saying right there is exactly why I don't think that they feel ridiculous. Because I can only speak for myself here. So I'll give you an example. I um. So I've been filming this week. Um, nice. Good. And I think I have, I think I have one. When I think by I have yourself, one, as it turns out. Oh, I, I think I have one more thing to go through. So I apologize. I think I have that last one to look at. Or do, is there two more or one more? Um, one more. One more. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. It's been. It's been. I'm sure you know. It's been busy. But uh, but nonetheless. So you said you said filming by yourself. What? <laughs> it's kind of boring. It's uh, it's it's stressful also because you have to set up the tripod and exi- like when somebody else is filming me, like when I make videos with Sean or whatever. Right. I know that wherever I go, the camera's gonna follow me. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so it all works out. Like I can do whatever I want. There's a lot of freedom there. Um, but when I'm filming myself, I set up the tripod, and then I have to stay in that frame. And it's hard for me not to look at the camera to make sure I'm still in the frame. And then. And then it sucks because, you know, wherever I'm moving, like I, every shot has to be built to where I can film it by myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. That may, actually, yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, and I, yeah, that's how, but how this relates tedious. to what you were saying, sorry, how this relates to what you were saying is that, um, I filmed a daily routine one, which I actually never sent you. And that one, I mean, there's like some funny things in it, but I don't talk in it. Yeah. I just kind of do stuff. And, and it was really boring. Like I'd spent a whole day filming stuff for that and I was, it wasn't fun at all. And I don't know how it's going to turn out either, especially since that was my first go doing it this way. So hopefully, hopefully it's funny. We'll see. And then I did another one yesterday. So the twin, one of the twins videos and, um, way more fun, even though like it still had the stress of the tripod and all that being in character, like being, you know, yelling a little bit or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> way more fun oh i believe and that. so yeah and so i think that that's probably how a radio show like a whatever the hosts feel the djs oh just kind of getting into character that, and whatnot but don't you do you right. think like as soon as they get into character i think that they're good i think that it podcast hosts have a harder time of it i think because they're under pressure to be themselves that's hey you know what that's a perspective I would have never taken. So I'm actually, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause I've never thought about it like that. Cause in fact, it would be more difficult, I think to kind of be yourself and be more like, can you imagine if you turn on the radio and this guy was like, all right, Hey guys, um, let's see. I think the weather today is, and he's just like, he's just pulling it up on his computer. Like, hold on. Let me Google this real fast. All right, so it looks like it's going to be okay. There's a low of 50 degrees tonight. Um, definitely got to wear my jacket out to the movies. <clears throat> uh, let's see. And just you know, you know, just a really. <laughs> I would love that. I would love a laid back, 
just like update, you know, to the, my morning. You wouldn't commute. though. You think you would, but you wouldn't listen to that every day. You don't think so? I mean, I think I would. No. I think I think I would. Be- You'd be bored. Even I mean, think about it. Like podcast hosts, the <laughs> ones that don't do interviews. Who do you who do you listen to? Bill Burr. Why? He doesn't just sit there and like, oh, like, like he's Bill yeah. Burr. He's on all the time. Well, I mean, I don't expect him to be like, you know, hung over the next day, but, but just like, hey, like, hey guys, what's going on? That's uh, my name's, uh, you know, blah blah blah, and uh, yeah, I'm talking to you through this. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like here, here, here's split the difference. Split the difference. Like my my droning on versus the over the top. Like the hey, this is KCRW. You know, like what if we just like split the difference and was just like. Hey, I'm gonna try and do this thing now. And like, just was just. Which I mean, I guess I, uh, you know, I haven't listened to radio in a while. So in my head, radio uh-huh. is a caricature, and it might actually oh, be I that radio is pretty. Have never really been a radio fan, actually, in my whole life. I, I listened to uh, uh, John and Ken. Um, okay, actually, I still I subscribe to that podcast still. Um, as much as it is, you know, it's more of a it's more of a right leaning podcast. But I, I listen to a lot of, you know, left leaning show left leaning shows like Kyle Kalinsky and stuff like that. And I mean, I right. I like I actually like the, the I've I've struck a somewhat healthy balance. I think I listen to Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro and Kyle Kalinsky are my two my two go to people. And like Ben Shapiro on the right and Kyle Kalinsky on really? the left. Really? Yeah, those are my two you guys. The Shapiro. Yeah, I like I Shapiro. Here's the thing: I may not agree with Shapiro on everything, but everything he he everything he believes in and 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 props up, he has a good explanation for it. Even if I'm like. That part of the explanation I don't agree with, but I see why you would. You know what I mean? It's funny. I I, I think you would be the would... most like like when I listen to Ben Shapiro, I'm like, yeah, Drew would agree with all that. <laughs> like like I, I, I feel I like might. <laughs> I might at least mostly I might agree with everything. But I've then ever you, heard him say. if I, you were to go listen to Kyle I Kalinske, think... I don't think you'd agree with with even half of what he says. Even though he's he's a very reasonable guy, but yeah, you wouldn't agree with half his policy. But that's just you know political policy. So. Well, here's the thing about Ben Shapiro. Um, you know, he has that, that facts don't care about your feelings thing, right? And and I agree with that. And I can't think of an example right now. Um, but I feel like I have heard him say things before and just thought like, okay, facts don't care about feelings. But at some point, at some point, feelings matter. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I, th- I think like feelings I don't, matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know when. Well, um, I, I would almost I would almost say that because facts. I mean, okay, I'm not going to say that there are alternative facts. I'm not going to say it like that. Uh, I'm not going to say it in the way facts are facts. But there does hit a point where people go, "No, this is a fact. No, this is a fact." And I'll I like you know, and I, I don't want to get. He- I, I don't mean to get heavy. I mean, we can. I don't care. We can talk about anything we want. <laughs> but I'm t- you know, think about abortion. Like there is like. You know, I mean, Kyle Kalinsky has an interesting you know take on it uh, that I, you know, he, he basically he 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 pro- he says basically he agrees with it up to the point of when they have nerve endings, uh, essentially when they feel pain, any type of pain. Okay. Um, felt that's his. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty calendar. early, isn't it? That's relatively early. I think it's twenty weeks. I think okay. I think it's I think it's about twenty. Which I mean, you know, is that early? Like, <laughs> like I don't know if that's super early, but uh. But yeah, um, I think I think it's I think it's at late latest is twenty. I could be totally wrong. I, that's just what I remember, and that's in my stupid data bank of a head. 
But anyways, um, yeah, f- like, I, I think, because someone, I'm just saying, someone could go like, well, it's not about your feelings. It's not about, like, your human feelings of, like, oh, it's a human. Like, who cares about your feelings? The fact is, is that it's the mother's body, and the fact is, is that it's not a baby, and that's facts. And it's like, well, no, but, like, we have to have the human aspect of it, and that human aspect comes with feelings. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I agree with it to a point, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Well... On that topic, yeah. So, oh no. <laughs> Never mind. I'm. It's funny. I'm. I'm still terrified to talk about that in uh, in public spaces. I'm still. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is is if <laughs> okay. Here it goes. Go, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I hung out with Dusty the other day for the first time in I don't know a couple Where years. Where does probably. he live? He lives in Marietta. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's funny. I mean, he's like one of my best good friends, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I haven't hung out with him since he got married. That was like, no, I've hung out with him since he got married. I've never hung out with him and his wife since they got married. That was almost five years ago. Is there um, any reason or is it just you moved, you know? Uh, he's just busy. That's so it's it. kind of been on his end where he's been he's been busy or something? That's my perception of it gotcha gotcha he yeah. might have a different perception though right 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 um, like hey drew stop reaching out after a certain amount of time or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. potentially i don't know that but you know you right just have right. to ask i would have to ask him you know somebody would um it's funny he has three kids i hadn't i've never what? met any of them what yeah he does not have three kids yeah he has three kids he has three kids uh, yeah third one was born in i want to say november wait, wait wait tell me the ages please I think. Well, I mean, or just you know, the ballpark, and I'm, I, I don't expect you to know their birthdays, but but uh, yeah, like yeah, uh, the oldest one is three or four, then the other one is two or three. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then the next one was born in I think November. It just brings it into perspective, like how far back it's been since I've seen. I remember, I remember the last time I saw Dusty, uh, and see, I have such a shitty memory. I just have I uh-huh. just have images. I just have like flash images of like. So I remember, and it's weird, like, in a podcast like this, like, I don't know if anyone's listening, Dusty is an old friend of ours from high school, of course, and so just imagine your friend from high school that you haven't talked to in forever, that's who we're talking to, that's who we're talking about. So, um, anyways, like, it's, it's, I, I remember, I, I get flashes of just, like, me and you at his house, outside, it's dark, it's, it's, yeah, it's dark time or evening time. And we're just on the street. We're just standing in the street talking. And I don't know why we were at his house. I don't... See, and that's the thing. You have a way better memory than me. Uh, Lena has an amazing... Oh, I remember. I remember. How do you remember? How do you... How do you uh, well, no, you know what? It's funny. I was about to tell you that never happened. That's what I was about oh. to say. Oh, never mind. Um, okay. But it did happen. I remember. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's not that interesting of a story. <laughs> well, um, well, hey, I'm interested. I want to know why we were there because, like, I just have these flashes I'm, I'm, in my head. I'm slightly hesitant to tell the story, but I, oh, I will. Oh, um, oh, wait, hold on. I think I know what you're talking about. Oh. I'll tell this story and. All right, go. Okay. Um, that was the day that the the let's see. I was dating. I don't know what names I'm allowed to use, so I was dating a girl uh, at it. that time. Yes. Who was. Uh, a little jealous yes. that I was talking to a, another girl that, uh, in retrospect, I definitely should not have been talking to. 
And the other girl that day went and posted a bunch of heart-shaped post-it notes all over my car while I was at work. Oh, that's right. And put it on social media, and then my girlfriend saw it, and she was mad. And then... Yes. It just turned into this whole thing, and as I'm telling the story, I'm like, I keep thinking that social media keeps getting me into trouble in more recent days. Right. It's weird. Un- unnecessary trouble in recent days. Like, it's people see things, they think it's weird. And I'm, I fall into that all the time, I'm sure. Right, You, know, right, you right. see something and you just make an assumption or whatever. And so I'm, I'm trying to not, to be very controlling with what I'm on, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, which is weird. That's the first time I've ever been like that because I'm trying to live, I'm trying to live, uh, I don't like hiding. Yeah. I don't like the idea. It, see, the thing is, is if you, if you don't hide then you make mistakes everybody knows and that sucks but at least you don't have the stress of hiding anything yeah that's, I would, that's true i would just prefer to live out in the open um yeah, i like that i mean I, I which is still much the way that i'd rather live my life right now i would rather people how do i say this i would rather be a disappointment than be a liar gotcha so basically you'd rather you'd rather be you'd rather be you'd, you'd rather be honest just like what you said, you know, like right. open, like, you know, hey, whether or not you like this, this is kind of who I am. Or this is what right. I did. Or this is what I said. That said, social media is the devil. And it has a way of... Uh... Well, because social media is, I mean, it's disingenuous. It's, it's disingenuous. Right, inherently. It. It's disingenuous. Right. Because you, you're posting pic, and there's, and there's no real, like, there, there's a context that you created... And, and, you know, like, th- there's a certain setup to it. And, you know, I mean, you know, I don't even got to explain it. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. That it's just, it's a disingenuous platform that doesn't represent who you are. Even when I do my do stupid think- little tweets, like, it's, it's an impulse anger thought in my head that I would never say to that person. I would never say that to that person. I would walk away. And, like, so that's why I, like, anytime I tweet, I'm like... That's and I generally and you'll notice this. I'll tweet and I'll delete it. And honestly, I just <laughs> I mean, the truth is, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily that that I'm ashamed of it. You know, just like when you said, like you know, I'd rather be honest and open and you know not hide that stuff. It's more like I kind of hope they didn't see it, and I don't want them to see it because I don't want them to be, you know, because even though I, I it's honest, I have that thought. It doesn't mean I have to be, you know, I have to say everything in my stupid brain. You know, right? And so, like, that goes back to what we were saying in the first podcast. I mean, I was I was talking about certain like relationship things or whatever, but that's right. kind of what it boils down to is some of this stuff that you think isn't isn't for everybody. It, some of, of it is for particular people. Yeah, and that's that's what it boils down to. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I love Alan Watts. Alan, Alan Watts had a had a great thing where he's talking about thoughts that they're not they're not tangible. I mean, in a, in a way, like you know, like of course you can make them tan. You can you can you can uh, take a thought and you can create something out of that, of course. But the idea is, is they're passing clouds. You don't need to try and grab every you know to try and grab every single one of them. Like they are just passing clouds, some heavier than others. Um, but that's what they kind of are in a way. And I, I always kind of like that that analogy. Um, you know, just because because you know, I, I mean, you know me. I have I have innate anxiety i've had that for 10 years now and um for a long well even a little longer than that but um 
yeah, it's just it's one of those things where that's that's kind of helped me kind of look at it in that from that perspective because that's the, kind of the truth about it. It's kind of like they are kind of passing things. Like, do you control them sometimes? But I mean, again, I tell you not to think of a pink elephant, and you think of a pink elephant. Like, you have control to a point. Right. So at a point, it's just kind of like passing clouds. Like, you can't control how that works. Um, you take a fan or something and you blow on it or whatever, then at that point, you know, but you made an effort to do something and you conjured up something out of that thought. So sometimes it's better to just sit back and watch the clouds pass and just be like, all right, there they go. I'm going to move on, you know, with my life. Yeah, I think, um, man, there's like three different rabbit holes we've gone down now. I know. I, know. I, th- I think so. Is it, I think this, this is, is social we, media. This is how we normally talk, I think. <laughs> Yeah, probably. This is how we end up talking until three in the morning. Exactly. Um, I think social media has been a net negative on relationships. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that that's unfortunate. And I'm trying to get a grip on that for myself right now. Not just like, oh, I don't want to be on that person's story or you know whatever. It's not that. It's um. When I see stuff. Yes. To just go like you don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like right. I I know a very controlled thing. Like, what do I know based on what this person said? That that's what they were feeling in the moment or what this person, you know what I mean? Like, I, that, I don't know. No. And so, yeah, of course. And, and that's the, sorry, hold on one second. Dude, I have, I have, hey, is one of the, one of the symptoms of COVID-19 runny nose? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I'm literally like, it just won't stop. But that would be the only <laughs> symptom I have because I'm, I, otherwise... Well, the, the weather's been changing, so that might have something to do with it. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, what is that? And, you know, I don't want to be disgusting, but, I, you know, you know when you feel that wetness and just like, the hell? Yeah. And then like, yeah. Um, hold so up. anyway, we ended up at Dusty's house because you have some relation... Oh, shit. I forgot to... what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We ended up at Dusty's house because you have some relation... Um, yes. To that per- to to... The person. To the girl that put the hearts on my car, and she was at your house. Wow. So we went to Dusty's. I just realized that that family, without naming names, that family has had two run-ins with people that are really close to me. And that's you and my brother. And those, the, the I'm going to say the females <laughs> of that clan. <laughs> have, so yeah, two separate run-ins, uh, both involving those, 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 those females. But, uh... Yeah. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, hung out with Dusty. Did you we tell him, did, a little bit did about? You, did you tell him about this podcast? About. <laughs> I think I did. Oh no! Uh, well, he, he's not going to. I listen. think I mentioned it. He I don't think he's going to listen. He has to three just, kids. Yeah, he, has, he doesn't have time for this shit. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so I showed him that uh, that Dave Chappelle clip, or yeah, the Dave Chappelle bit about abortion, where he's talking about. I mean, the super short version would be like, your body, your choice, but if you choose to have the baby, I shouldn't have to pay anything. My money, my choice. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And then, I, you know, it's probably bad form to be quoting other people's jokes on your podcast, but here you go. And so then he ends it with like, I, he said, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm wrong, we're all wrong. Yeah, that's kind of the truth. And I love that, that end so much because what he's saying, or at least what I get out of that is this is more complicated than you guys want it to be. Yep. Than you guys are saying it is. Yep. And I get that because I think it's unfair when one side says to the other, you guys are baby killers. I yeah. also think it's unfair when the other side says to, you know, them, you don't believe in women's rights. 
Yeah. And it's like, there's this side that thinks that that is taking a life and not, they shouldn't be saying that that's your intent or that's your heart or that's your whatever. They just would say that they believe, um, and they would use science to back it up. You know, that, that is what is happening. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair perspective, I think. I think so. But the other side, the other side, and they're and what they're saying is, I do believe in women's rights. I'm not trying to take away rights. Yeah. Um, I just believe in the rights of the baby. I believe in the rights of that person also. Right. So they're just they're not saying I don't believe in women's rights. They're just saying that the women's rights start at conception. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's unfair to look at them and say you don't believe in women's rights. But I also think it's very unfair for that other side to start saying like, oh, um, you don't believe in. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up on which side I'm talking about. No, that's okay. But basically, yeah, oh, yeah. you're a baby killer. You're a bit, yeah. So, so what I wish we could do is how about everyone just stops with that language and then we just agree that we disagree on that. And then, I mean, you can still, I'm not saying we, it's not, the fight doesn't stop there. But maybe you could stop hating the other people because of straw man arguments. Right. Yeah. I, I truly think that, like, if if you're on one side and you're yelling baby killer and you're on the other side and you're yelling, you know, oh, you know, women's rights, you don't support. I really don't think you've actually thought about the issue. Like you're just right. you're just kind of you're kind of you're drifting. You, on the you're you're a parent your for your platform. Yes, exactly. And that, that yeah. exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it's, you're being super passionate about the things that they're telling you to be passionate about instead of being passionate about the things that you actually care about. Right. That's what it boils down to. So it but, is. I mean, I think it is a a more complex issue. Like I, I, I mean, I'll be and, I'll be know, straight up here. I'll be a hundred percent straight up here. Anyone who thinks that late term abortion is okay, regardless of situation, like oh, they just changed their mind. Like like in a situation like that, one you really haven't thought about it. Like you just haven't at all. Or two, well, you're, you're hold on really fast. Just just because I know your um I know your position. At least I'm pretty sure I do because yeah. we talked about it. Yes. So I want to clear this up. Yes. For you or allow you to clear it up. Yes. You said. Um, anyone who agrees with a late-term abortion under any circumstances, what you said, but right. then you went on to say, just because. So what I'm saying is, because you you do think in the case of a life of a mother or something like that, late oh that a late-term abortion would be okay. Uh, late-term abortion or okay. no? Mm. Okay, so late-term abortion. Oh, I thought I thought you did. No, no late-term. It, I, as far as late late, I mean late-term abortion, I don't I don't support. Um, I don't okay. know of any case. Now, if you give me a real-life case. You give me a real life case of a time where they told they, everything was great, and then they told her like at week seven or, eight, or sorry month month seven or eight or no, whatever. I don't even know what late term abortion is considered. It's I mean it's all like in my in my book that is just no like I don't support that at all. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't you know just I mean there's no real question about it. But the real life scenario of that of imagining like your wife. Or someone being like, "Yeah, you're gonna, you're basically like, you have a ninety percent chance of dying." Is that a real, is that a real thing that happens? I don't, I don't know if it, I, I don't know, and that's that's maybe something I need to look, look into. And if it does, if it does, then I imagine how amazingly hard, and I sympathize with that. But do I support the aborting of? I don't think I do. And that, and I, I would get, you know, I'm gonna, you know, if this was a popular podcast, and thank God it's not, I would get probably <laughs> annihilated. Probably now, yeah, no. Late term for me, late term abortion is no. It's just no, 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 okay. no. Cross the board, no. 
Um, I, I don't, I, you know, and then once people go, well, like, one of those extreme, and at first I'm like, well, it has, I don't know if that's happened, because I don't want to look it up, I guess I'm afraid to, because I can't imagine the pain of being told, yeah, you're probably going to die, but, you know, um, it's important to have the baby, you know, like, I imagine, like, not, you know, that's, that's, that's something so existential that I'm just not even going to try and wrap my head around, um, and I, I'm also not going to be a guy who stands out, you know, I just, that's, that it's just, terrible all the, all the way around um yeah but uh what was i gonna say oh well originally what i was saying is yeah if you if you just if you're just outright like oh late-term abortion like see i think if you say like oh well i support late-term abortion in regards to the like oh it's the mother's life or the babies and it's not that the baby it's just up to the mother i would never make the decision for her blah 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 like I can see how you thought about it for sure, and I and I think that I disagree. Like I, I at least at least I think you thought about it, but I just disagree with that. Like that's just that's just a matter of human life and and mine versus yours. Like where we kind of put that in a, in a sense where it's, it, I mean, either oh man, it's so shitty. It's such a it's such a hard thing. Just you know what? This goes back to your goes back to Dave Chappelle, and I'm just gonna leave it like that. It's fucking complex, dude. It's so weirdly complex, but at the same time, for me, there's just no's. There's just, it's just not, like, it's not, uh, I don't, like, it's a it's a baby. Like, I just don't know what you do with that. Like, you know, so it's, right. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a flat out no. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I just think that if you, if you, if you are, my, my original point was, if you are a person who supports late-term abortion regardless, um, like I said, situational, at least you've thought about it. But just like later abortion, it's a woman's right, it's a woman's right. One, you haven't thought about it. You really just haven't. And two, or two, you're a sociopath. Like that's just, and I'll just be upfront and honest about that. I just don't think, like if, if you've thought about it for a second and you still like, are like, yep, regardless, regardless of, even if they change their mind, like, you know what, I don't want this baby anymore. And like, you know, the day before, you know, because there's people out there that do that. It's a small, small group. And there are fringe progressives who really, I mean, those are the type of people that put a fucking like, uh, like a koala over a human's life. You know what I mean? Like those are the, that, that, that's those people where it's like, let the animal live. Humans are evil. Like they want, they want the human race to go extinct. I believe it's those people that do that, you know? Um, man, this is the most controversial I've ever heard you be our entire relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and Hey, it's perfect because it's online for everyone to hear. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> but anyways yeah i mean uh that, that's really that's really all i got to say i i'm just i you know i i believe that to be the truth that if you, if you do that you haven't thought about it or you're you're there's something wrong with you that's and that's just it is this going to come back and haunt me one day <laughs> i don't know it might i don't know <laughs> it might <laughs> anyways all right well you know whatever I mean, you know, yeah. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a uh, page out of your book and say I'd rather be, I'd rather be open and honest, than disingenuous. Right. Um, not that anyone asks for my opinion, because that's the rep- response to that. But actually, um, also, if no someone one listens to, to our this. podcast, if anyone listens to our podcast, that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. The, yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, my response to that is, well, you don't have to listen to me either. So just, yeah. you know, like, you know, this is, this is, uh, no one, no one's trapped, you know, yeah, so exactly. actually I would say that the only reason that anybody would listen to this is because they want your opinion or my opinion or sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if they just want our opinion so they can get mad at us for it. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like this, th- this whole thing has just been 
because you and I have been talking for, you know, 12 years, and this is exactly that, you know, it's just us talking, like, there's, and I don't really want to put a filter on that, like, that's, that right. kind of changes, that change, like, if we're going to, we're going to hang out and talk once a week, and we're going to record it, I want it to be real, not something, you know, that I have to worry about, but at the same time, I'm not going to be stupid. Like I understand, I got to be <laughs> pragmatic. And again, I'm going to take a page out of what I said earlier and say that not every thought has to be said. So right. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, so hey, how 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 has your quarantine been recently? Quarantine. Well, I started filming. That's been fun. I've been going through this. Uh, I bought. Oh, so I got my Mac back, and so I have Final Cut again. Oh, you, oh, you got your, uh, your Mac. Yeah. So it's been nice. years since I've used it. Five years, probably. Something like that. And um, so Final Cut is just the best video editing software oh, ever. Yeah. Um, I was never proficient at it. Like, I, I used to use it a fair amount, but I was always, like, screwing things up on it. And, I yeah, I was bad always. Um, barely functional. <laughs> So when I got my Mac back, I went ahead and downloaded this uh, online course on how to, you know, from beginning to end, how to use it. And I just oh, kind of started there's... at the basics, which was really convenient to be able to do, seeing as how Final Cut, you know, because my hard drive was broken. So they had to put a new one in. So I, there was nothing on it. You know, it was just completely clean. and Wow. So wow. I've been so going through this thing. How, and how's it's it weird running? going through it. It's okay. okay. It's, you know, I'm, di I'm disillusioned with Apple, but I love... I love Final Cut. I love GarageBand. So there you go. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Wow. So, um, used that. Started filming again. Started editing, and it's weird. Like after using that, I'm like, oh my gosh, Final Cut is the best. Like I couldn't even figure out the organization of it before, and then like as soon as I understood that, I was like, oh, that's that's pretty neat. And then like this guy does just all this stuff that I couldn't figure out how to do before, and I was like, why does this have to be so complicated? And then now that I understand it, I'm like, oh, okay. I see that. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, there you go. Final Cut, huge fan. I have Glad never missed the Mac back. I have never messed with Final Cut. The only thing I've ever messed with was Windows Movie Maker. And that's all I've ever used to I any of love this it. stuff. Love it. Isn't Windows it so, it's just simple, what I started right? on. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like it. Because I don't know anything about computers. I'm inherently bad at them. And I just decided one day I wanted to start making movies. That was when I was, yeah. you know, going to Hawaii. Yeah. And so I found that free software on my computer. I just started using it. And, yeah, I just, like, okay, so I can just do this. And, oh, all right, and just, you know, whatever. And then so, so when I got Final Cut, I assumed it would be that same way. Like, I'd just be able to kind of just jump in and, like. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's not like that at all, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, no, it's intense. It's, it, yeah, yeah. No, that's an intense thing. So, so uh, there's that. Uh, uh, well, here before I cut you off, what what else have you done? Uh, a ton of guitar, guitar, basically guitar and yeah. movies. That's that's what I've been doing for the past week or two. Hey, uh, that's, since no, that's rad. Guitar that's since quarantine started. Yeah, pretty much. What do you, what are you learning? I'm so, I'm so good. I'm so good now. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, what am I learning? Let's see. Are you learning songs or writing songs? A little bit of both, mostly learning. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, new chords, finger picking is uh, something that I've been 
uh, trying to get better at reading tabs. Yeah. Um, again, there's a guy online that has a, a course that you go through. So I've just been trying to go through his lessons and actually practice and like, that's the big thing is like not just learning new songs, but trying to practice things I don't know so I can get better. Strumming patterns. Yeah. Working on them a lot. Um, but yeah, there you go. It's that's really cool. Much. It's really, it's like the, I mean, it's the best time of course to learn at home uh, for obvious reasons, but also because uh-huh. since all the bands are locked up in their houses, dude, so many, so many bands and, and members of bands are giving free lessons and not, I mean, not just that they're, I mean, they're performing live like last night, American football. Um, oh yeah. Played, I saw that. Yeah. And I watched it. It was so good. And like, they just did, you know, a song. Uh, and then, um, yeah, John Foreman's been going on every single day playing a song. There you um, go. Yeah. David yeah. Bazan's been playing a song or playing yep. a song, playing a, a set every Wednesday. Andy Hull's released two records since we went into quarantine. Oh my goodness, dude! Some of these guys are just so backed up. They're just like, they're just like, I must release something. And you know, like uh, uh, Appleseed Cast, the lead singer of Appleseed Cast, he does a he does a nightly stream. Uh, well, not nightly. It's it's like three times a week or something like that. And it starts at midnight. And but it's it's cool. He does it midnight uh, West Coast, midnight Central Time, and midnight East Coast on the on uh, each day respectively. And so, okay. like, everyone has it at their at midnight. And what you do is you kind of just put it on. And I listen to, like, I don't know, maybe about ten minutes of it. It's really cool. Um, I've just never been at a point where I'm going to bed right at midnight. And otherwise, I would just play it. But it's interesting. I went to his site uh, just to look. I want to see, you know, the vinyl there, how much they were. Because in the future, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to buy something. <laughs> so I'm just I'm like, hey, how much is how much is vinyl uh Vinyl now nowadays, and it's yeah, it's still. I mean, each record is like twenty to thirty dollars, so it's still a right bit much. But um, but he has he has he posted. I don't even know how he's doing this. It said night one of ambient stream or week one of ambient stream, and he was like holding up a clear record. So like he's recording all of these, you know, streams. But he's he but it's he's selling them. I mean, he's selling them for like nineteen dollars. But you know what, like. It's it's he's not he's not going like I think this he's it's a sense where it's like we're trying you know people trying to support him I think while during this time people who can support him you know he's like if you can support me and you like you know what we do then go ahead and buy this record but I just think it's so fascinating how fast like like I, like do you like do you do you make records in your home because like, he was literally holding the 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 record of what it would look like I'm like you just recorded this last week but it's so crazy <laughs> how fast they're pumping this out. You know, right? And, uh, I wonder if that's what he's doing. I wonder if he has a. Maybe he's doing know, all man. analog. That would be yeah. expensive, though. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I'm sure he makes them on, um, as as you order, so he doesn't you know bulk up or anything like that. You just like, yeah, that's you know, what I hey, mean. Like I don't orders. know that that yeah. equipment is really expensive though, so I don't know. Well, I think that's why it's 19 bucks <laughs> for uh, for yeah. one. <laughs> that that would make sense. He's probably making you know, it probably cost him you know nine dollars and he's you know uh, to make it, and then ten dollars he's pocketing probably something like that. So, oh wait, no, sorry, that's no, that's wrong. Hold on, that math doesn't make sense. He's probably probably it probably costs about twenty five percent though, of that uh to make that. So about four or five, you know, four and a half dollars or so. But um, that's what I would imagine, which is still a lot. It's still that's still a lot to personally produce that. Um, right. But you know, I mean, I'm I'm going off of little numbers I remember from back in the day. I don't really you know know what what they are nowadays. But um, anyways, yeah, so. Now is like the best time for that, and you know I know uh, like this band I love called Caspian. They had they had it's really cool. Like 
They have one members like um, they post on their on like their Facebook or Instagram wherever I see them. Um, uh, they posted like their bassist is giving lessons on Thursday from two to four, and their guitarist is giving lessons on Wednesday from six to you know eight, and their drummer and it's all four of them. Uh, it's their bassist, guitarist, other guitarist, and drummer. Uh, they don't really have a singer. They're they're a post rock band. They have they have like they have occasional vocals and occasional feature like other people singing. But it's mostly just like post hardcore. Uh, sorry, po- uh, post rock, a little bit of post metal, and a tiny bit of post hardcore. So yeah, just no vocals, just instrumental, but really good. But yeah, it's really cool. They're giving lessons, and they're like, and we'll teach you how to play this song. Like the drummer <laughs> said, we're you know he's gonna teach Arcs of Command, and another guy's gonna teach like um, uh, I think it's what it's called Wild Blood or something. Anyways, you know. Um, so yeah, they just kind of like do that, and I'm dude. That I just think that's awesome. That's kind of like. Across the board, there's so many bands that are just doing that. And I think that, I think, I mean, I'm starting to think about what's going to change from all of this downtime and all of this at-home time. Like, what is going to be the the, the ripple effect that we don't see down the line? Like, for example, you never had, I don't think you had to take off your shoes before 9-11. Like, when you go, when TSA. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I thought I think you are also allowed to take a bottle of like shampoo on the plane, but now you can't, right? They're way more strict. You used to be able to walk people right up to the gate. Yeah. And you can't do that anymore. You can't you walk can't them like walk exactly. If you drop like, someone off at the airport, you can only take them up to the security point, and then they got exactly. Go like, and yeah. this is all about security issues, and you know, like security. I mean, we're treating this like a like you know a war. And um, what kind of security things are going to be? Um, you know, like my, my, uh, my, my dad told me at his school that they're starting to consider no more door handles, that they would use chip readers. <laughs> now, of course, I don't like that because if you have a card with a chip in it, it could potentially be tracked. Therefore, they're tracking everything where, you know, you're in the classroom, you're in the bathroom, how long you're in the bathroom. Like, I just don't know if, because you have to take the card to the bathroom to get back in your classroom. You know what I mean? Right. So it is. It is one of those things where it's like I don't know if I like that. Um, I think that's a. I honestly think that's a privacy like thing. Like I, you, you're not. I'm not. You're not going to know how long I'm in the bathroom. Like that's just not going to happen. But I'm. I'm. I'm going off the assumption that they will be tracking. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. But still, they're considering no door handles, like because of germs. And then there was an idea of keeping students six feet apart desk wise. And in that, I'm like, okay, first of all, you can't do that. Because if you're talking six feet, you have to do a six-foot radius, which means well, what they're that talking about four though, students per classroom. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what they're talking about is starting to do staggered um, student times in school. So not yeah. every student would go in at the same time. Oh, you mean, you, yeah, what you're actually talking about is year-round, where it's three mm-hmm. months and a month off, three months, a month off, three months, a month off. Yeah. But you, it would be with different students. So they're talking about like having, you know, this group comes in at this time and then they're here till this time. Oh, oh you're talking about individual in. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So and, you that know, way I, I also, to have less people in at all times. I also heard they're considering four-day uh, four school week. Well, that would maybe not be the worst. Um, honestly, as, as, a, as, you know, I mean, as a future teacher, I suppose. I mean, you know. Um, oh, by the way, I might as well you know, tell you. I would, I would tell you this regardless. You know, um, I have, I have one class left. I'm, I'm, I'm putting together my portfolio right now. They, uh, I'm doing e-learning, so they pretty much because I had six observations total 
to finish my credential um, to be done. And I got three of them done before um, COVID-19. And now that we're on lockdown, they pretty much said, okay, your three are good enough. So I have one uh, one more. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. It's insane. And the, so I have one more class, and the class is a portfolio class. So it's, it's hey – we want your philosophy of teaching. We want um, we want you to put together uh, you know uh, your lesson plans. Give me a sample lesson plan. Give me a sample project. And once that's done, it's it's uh, it's done. So um, do you get uh, to you pick know. the lesson plan? Yeah, because I mean I've I've designed several lesson plans, so I'll just pick one that that I like, and I will put it. So in like, there. okay. So if I was to your understanding, yes, I want to be a history teacher, right? Yes. So would I be able to go like, oh, here's a lesson plan I had on John Brown, like just yeah. anything, or would they? Oh, that that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a, see, a lesson plan is something you've designed for the day for the kids. So you have an objective, like uh, you're going to learn area and perimeter of a triangle, um, how to calculate area and perimeter of a triangle. Uh, you're going to learn about the formulas um, that that are in regard to the area and perimeter, and uh, you'll be able to demonstrate knowledge and blah blah blah. And then you write out like the date, the subject, the grade. You write students will you know uh, be they will you will take roll and then they will get out their whiteboards and do a warm up and blah blah blah. And you go through that's pretty much a lesson plan. It goes step by step, and then you have to differentiate, which is like you have to uh, say like and for English language learners, they will be grouped up with students that that um, uh, are not English language learners in order to work together to solve blah, blah, blah. And then you, you know, put like for, for um, any type of differenti- differentiation for, sp- for special needs or 504 plans or IEPs, which is all the same. It's all about, you know, that's all special needs. I will give them more time. I will give them more manipulatives, uh, more hands-on, you know, um, uh, items to use to be able to solve the problem. And so you go through this entire thing and then you go through like a little conclusion of sorts. And yeah, that's, that's a full lesson plan. And so that's what you would that's what you would end up submitting. Um, okay. So yeah, it's all of it's all of that. So like the portfolio is, is yeah, it's the philosophy, it's the lesson plan, it's um, uh, I don't even there's oh there's a reflection piece I have to write. Uh, I, I've written the philosophy. The philosophy's done. I have the lesson plan done. Um, I need I, ha- I still have to write my reflection of the last of my demonstration teaching, which has been the last like since January. Um, but either way, all of that rabbit hole to say, a four day work week. All right, you know, I'll take. <laughs> now here's the here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, the reason I say that is because uh, a couple things. One, and I'm not saying that oh four days. I actually think that the kids need to be learning five days a week. I think that's important. Uh, here's what I think though. I think that if if we have four days in school and then one day at home to do the work. And it's not you take. It's not like Friday is just another weekend. Like Friday, no. You you're you you would probably check in online with your teacher or submit something online or do something online to show that you did work. So it's it's what it is. It's a it's a you go to school for four days and then you're at school at home for one day, and that's uh-huh. the idea. And I'm all about that because um, not only teachers don't have enough time to get stuff done. So they have like my my dad works at home. Like his his contract hours are from 7.30 to 3.30. And he's at home at 6, like, doing work. Like, a lot of teachers don't have enough time in, you know, in class. Now, he is he is a workaholic. Um, I don't know if I'll be as much of a workaholic as he is. Uh, he, he does a lot of changes, a lot of stuff. I like things to stay the same. So I'll, I usually I'll probably try and create a, a routine that probably sticks. Um, but then again, look, I'm, 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 I've only been teaching, you know, and substitute teaching for about three years so i'm still relatively new 
Um, so who knows what happens. But, uh, you know, that fifth day give, would give a lot of teachers time to be able to, to get homework back to the students, to create uh, more, more, you know, uh, more impressive and, and, and in-depth lesson plans for the four days they're at school. And you know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, right. I'm, all, I'm actually all for the four-day work week for uh, teachers. And that's not for laziness. That's for – that is uh, just for um, uh, maximum uh, – what's the word? Uh, uh, quality. Quali- quality of, of, of the, the given work. Because I think that would pr- that would increase the quality of, of the given work to the students, and it would be more beneficial. Quality over quantity, right? So that's that's the idea there, I think. Um, but yeah, I do imagine it'll probably come with a pay cut, though. I don't. Th- that's well, no. The, uh, the teacher unions wouldn't wouldn't stand for it because they would because the idea is you would still be on under contract from seven thirty to three thirty at home. Not that you not that they can, that they can see okay. you. You know, you can. You're still probably. You know, there's still going to be people like you know going to the store at noon when they should be. At, but you, you, that you, that's your time that that to because they need to pay you for the time that you do your lesson plans or they're supposed to. But you know, some people just don't have enough time. So you're technically supposed to be under working during that time. But that work is at your discretion because every teacher is di- teaches different subjects. Every teacher's at different places, and you know, and they have different uh, priorities too. So. Um, yeah, uh, it, it would be something where I, if if they if they said there'd be a pay cut, the teachers union would flip. There would be no there, and it's really up to them. And they wouldn't. It just wouldn't happen. And in, in fact, in fact, there would be a push to increase it. I guarantee you, because teachers, as good as they get paid in California, and they get paid real good in California. I mean, I know it's expensive here, but they get paid real good. As as much as um. As they get as they get paid, like you know, they are going to be pushing for, you know, we're always kind of pushing for more and more, because um, I, mean, I mean, compared to some other things where it's like, well, yeah, I think we should earn a little bit more. I mean, I'm on board to always earn more, but at the same time, I'm not going to complain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just not going to complain. It's just you know, it's it's a good, it's a fine living, is especially because if you love what you're doing then it's a good living. If you hate what you're doing, then yeah, you might want, you know, that extra 10 grand and you want it now. Um, I wouldn't mind the 10 grand just because I wouldn't mind it, but it's not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to walk out of class because of it and, and put and go on strike because of it. I, I mean, you know, and who knows? Everything's, everything's up to change depending on the situation because some districts are just shitty and, you know, teachers make, make a point to, call them out on it and that's totally you know totally in the right but mm-hmm. anyways so that's that's all that um yeah so uh oh and I'm, i know i've been talking for the last 10 minutes but i do I, I did i do think you might find this interesting i'm taking up archery oh well <laughs> tell me about that michael i will i will so um i've been thinking about it for a long time and not that uh not that I'm a Joe Rogan fanboy, but uh, I mean I do listen to his podcast often, and he's anytime he has bow hunters on and 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 all that stuff, I always I, I tend to listen to those. Um, uh-huh. And I've uh, my uh, my my sister's my my sister's daughter, so my oldest sister, you know, the, uh, on the uh, 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 Jessica, you know, she her daughter got a gift. 
uh, of this bow and arrow, and uh, basically, just, yeah, just a beginning archery set. And they brought it over, and my my uh, soon to be brother in law was outside, you know, just shooting it. And I was like, yeah, l- let me, you know, kind of check that out. I've been thinking about it for a while now, because um, it because it actually goes back to like I'm not kidding you. This goes back to Zelda. Like I love the bow, like the bow and arrow is my favorite weapon. When I play, I wanted to be a hunter in Warcraft so bad, um, but the hunter was uh, he had a pet with him and stuff like. That. I just wanted to be like a lone ranger, and so like I've always had this idea. Uh, by the way, for WoW fans that's not listening right now, uh, I've come around to the hunter. I actually love the hunter, but I've always liked the bow and arrow. <laughs> I've always loved the bow and arrow. So. Um, yeah, they, uh, they brought it over and I tried it out and I immediately was like, this is cool. Like I can get down. I don't want to go outside and swing a bat. Um, I like, I like playing catch, you know, with a glove and mitt. Uh, but other than that, I don't like doing anything outdoorsy. I just don't, uh, minus of course, you know, Hey, let's go camping or let's go, let's go, you know, on a, on a, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I would love a raft ride or something like that, but you know, that's, that's all, uh, that's not here or there, but as a hobby, being outside, you're saying like do- s- sporty activities. Yeah, like a hobby that I would just do. Right. Like, there's nothing I'm really interested in, and except for I've always had an interest in archery. So I got a, uh, I, I, I did spend and put a little bit back into the economy with my stimulus check, um, <laughs> and got a bow. I got a beginner's bow and arrow, uh, along with a giant target, and um, and a quiver, <laughs> so I can live. I can live my, uh, let's see, I played Zelda 1996, 1995. Um, so I can live my seven-year-old dream of, uh, of saving Hyrule. So that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I do, I do hope, I, I honestly, like, I can, I, I'm, I want, I, I, if this kept going, continued, like, I wouldn't mind hunting one day. Um, not for sport. I am not a fan of hunting to just to kill to kill. But, like, like we kill it, we eat it. Like, that's the idea. Like, that's what I would like to do. But the bow and arrow is so tricky because you shoot an animal and they just suffer. So you got you got to be very precise and very, like, so, you know, that's why guns are, are a little bit more, like, uh, humane. Yes. So, I know this lady. Her name's, uh, I want to say her name's Diana. It's either Diana or Diane. Anyway, she, uh. She, she hunts all the time with her husband, and or at least did. They're kind of getting older, but she was talking about how she went bow hunting once, and she never wants to do it again because she shot this yeah. deer, but it hit yep. like its hindquarters or something like that, oh, or its stomach. No. So it still died, but it died slowly. So it like ran and it ran like real far before yeah. it just bled to death, and she felt bad about that. And then yeah. you know after it's, it's like tricky. super far away from the car, and you got to drag it all the way back and. It was just this whole thing. Um, yeah. She was like, it was in the snow. There was blood everywhere. She just felt bad. Oh, so yeah. She was like, I'm no, never, that's, I'm never that's, using a bow and arrow again. That's what I'm talking about, you know. Like, And, and you know, that's not the goal, but uh, at the same time, like, you know. Yeah. I just, yeah. But the, still, yeah, I'm with you. Like, that's that's a tricky thing because you got to be very precise. And <coughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I do believe that some hunters... Uh, even boat, like especially, maybe especially bow hunters, carry a gun just in case, so that so the animal doesn't suffer for at least too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's the idea. But you know, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much that. That's probably the most it, besides the the the, the two hundred and something dollar um, <laughs> Skywalker Saga set I bought. The complete edition. It comes in this silver oh, on book, Best Buy? dude. 
Yes. I, I, I yeah, freaking gonna, got it. I had it. to. I don't, I had I don't to. know when, but I'm going to get it. Yeah, dude. It's worth it. I'm, it, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I I noticed that that was announced like a few months ago. and then it, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, it's just, it's the dream, man. It's the dream since I was, again, since I was seven. Like, I'm living, uh, you know, I mean, we're uh, adult, adulthood is a lot of the time pretending you're not a child. I mean, that's, that's really it, you know, because um, a lot of us are real, you know, kids and the stuff. I mean, you know, you've been wanting to make movies since you were little and that's what you're trying to yeah. do and, and all this, you know, playing guitar and I mean, we're all, we're all big, big kids. And, you know, oh man, um, I wish I'd done the guitar thing a long time ago. I'm digging it so much, and it just sucks because I know I would have been better at it. You know, statistically yeah. speaking, I just would have been better at it when I was younger. I would have been able to get better at it. Faster. Oh no, I, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I understand. But you know what? Like that's that's the thing. It's all. It's always time to start. There's always like. Well, I mean, until there's not right. until you're dead. But <laughs> <laughs> I just mean not. like right. Yeah, but you can't. You know, if if you can think the thought. There's always time, then there's always time. But until you can't think that thought no more, then <laughs> there's always time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know how this, is, how long this is going to last. Um, they're talking about May first, uh, op- letting the states decide whether or not to open up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again. Like things aren't going back to normal May first, but I imagine hopefully the beaches and the trails will be open again. Yeah. Um. Have you been staying inside um, well, mostly? I mean, yeah. What option do I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, dude. I miss. Move. You have no idea. The minute, the minute. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a little cautious still. I'm sure, like everybody else. But I'm going to say the minute that they open up movie theaters, dude. I'm, I don't care what movie. I'm going to buy a ticket. <laughs> just yeah. We just got to go. I just want to get. Like I don't know why that. Was, I wonder I what movies think. will be in theaters when this thing starts up again. Yeah. Because it'll be like a whole new. That's that's a weird thought, but it might be like a whole new line of movies than we're in before. You know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, there was this movie that uh, me and this girl wanted to see, and I was looking it up the other day, and it was supposed to come out this month, and it's been postponed to July. What is it called? And I don't remember what it's called. I keep calling it the the date rape revenge movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, what movie is this? It's about some girl who. Uh, acts like she's super drunk or whatever when she's at bars that way guys will take her home what and the then heck? kills them i think well i want to now i want to see this sounds well, awesome <laughs> i'll look it up right now every single time i look it up i type in date rape revenge movie and it works <laughs> yeah oh my gosh revenge movie and promising young woman that's what <laughs> okay <laughs> All right, I'm glad it, I'm glad it popped right up. That's that's good. Yeah, first first one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oh well. Uh, I mean, I, I've never heard of it, so I, I haven't it, it actually. actually it down. looks looks pretty good, man. It looks. Pretty I haven't cool. written down as to, to watch the to watch the trailer, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's what's happening right now with the movie. They pushed back everything. They pushed back Wonder Woman. Um, James Bond. Uh. James Bond. Yeah, that's that's that got pushed back. Uh, I I know that. I don't, dude. I don't even know what Marvel movies. I don't even care anymore. Like it's done. Like I, in my I book, I've I've closed. I've closed with with Endgame. I've closed the book. Well, no, I take that back. With Spider Man Homecoming, I've closed the book. I just don't. It's. I didn't. I didn't care for the second Spider Man movie too much. So. I. I you know, funny because I, I was. Yeah. I was pretty excited about. I was that that was pretty much the last of the Marvel franchises I was uh 
planning on following still. Yep. So I'm not saying I won't either, uh, but I, I might not because I didn't care for it. I mean, it had everything. I, I loved Homecoming. I think yes. Tom Holland is a great Spider-Man. I yes. love Jake Gyllenhaal. That movie should have been right up my alley, and I just yeah no I, I'm I'm with you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the best. Um, I will say though you know I kind of almost look at it like a like a, in a comic book you have a big event and then occasionally you'll have an epilogue, and that's that's what that's what that was. You have the entire story. Uh, right. Starting with Iron Man to um, <laughs> Avengers Endgame, and then then we have just this tiny epilogue at the end. That uh, that um, anyways, yeah, this epilogue at the end that kind of like I don't know uh, gives you a hint of what's to come. But I don't need to know any. Like I feel like it's like oh that's cool. I wonder what that's like. But I don't really need to see it happen. You know what I mean? Like I just there's just done. something about those movies. The technology just got to be too much for me. The technology yes. became magical, and that yeah. that just never really and and they incorporated actual magic <laughs> yeah well and i i get it i it's a comic book movie like i you know what right, i mean like right, i get right, it right. but i you know i never could really get behind the infinity stone thing um, oh if it, yeah yeah yeah. like i always thought oh really so if these five rocks are together like i, I don't know <laughs> there's just something like kind of dumb about that to me and got maybe it, i would it. be more into it in in a comic book form uh, but you know as we've talked about the those uh, Dark Knight movies, they're like my favorite comic book movies because oh, yeah. you took Me Batman too. and you put him in a very real world. And oh, I yeah. love that. And yeah. I felt like that's kind of what they were doing with Iron Man. Like it was the technology was always like past where we actually are, but it was okay. But the further the Marvel movies went along, the more the technology got to just be, like I said, magical pretty much. Yes. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. And that's, yeah, that, uh, if I was more of a Marvel fanboy, I think I'd fight you on that, but I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I'm a D, I'm DC fanboy, but not really a Mar- Marvel. I'm just, I'm appreciative from Robert Downey Jr. all the way to the end, dude. Like, and you know what? I do take take it a little bit back about the future movies. Black Widow, if Black Widow takes place before everything, I can almost yeah. consider that a prologue. If like you know, you got the prologue, you got your main event, you got your epilogue, and then close the book. For me, that's it. I, but Doctor Strange two. Ant-Man 3, I, I don't... And then the new ones, whatever the new ones are. And then there's a hint that Captain Marvel might be the new leader, like the new Robert, like the new leader of the Avengers, as in... You know what's funny? I never place saw of Robert I never Downey saw Jr. the first one. Which which one? Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's only one Captain Marvel movie for now. There's definitely going to be a second right. one. I know. I just, I never saw the first one. It's fine. Like, it's a, it's it's literally just fine. There, yeah, there's no, I haven't seen nothing that. else about it. I did not care for Doctor Strange at all. Yeah, yeah, I I, I should have liked Doctor Strange because I'm you know I'm into like, I love the time travel shit. Like I'm the opposite of my father. My father, he doesn't deal with time travel. Like I've told you this before. Like when we were watching Lost, and the uh-huh. the, the island sank into the ocean, he got up and he's like, "I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not." When you sink the when you put the island in the ocean, and then you show me some like hints of time travel, like I, I'm just I'm, I'm I can't do it. I just can't do it. So I think he's just sick of time travel. I, on the other hand, kind of like it, especially when you do it right. And that's why I kind of like uh, the Avengers uh, Endgame. I think, it was, yeah, Endgame, right? Not, not yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, Endgame. Where they did the time travel thing, I'm like, okay. Uh, you, I think I kind of like the way they did it. Um, you know, but it, it is a touchy thing to do. You know, you can really mess that up. Um, but, yeah. Oh, anyway, what were you saying? Uh, uh, what was the point? Oh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I should have liked that, but I didn't. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, I, I liked there it. There you go. 
I liked it enough <clears throat> to be like, yeah, it's it's pretty good, but uh, you know, it was whatever. I'm um half a change of topic. We're still media. I'm I'm rewatching uh, How I Met Your Mother right now. Oh, nice. We we tried. We, we oh, got to, like, I love three. it. Do you really? I think it's, yeah, I do. I think it's so good. It's like just as good as I remembered. But there's this thing where, and it's a great episode, but where Robin runs into like her old boyfriend. He's played yeah. by the guy that plays Dawson in Dawson's Creek. And, you know, at the end of the episode, she's hanging out with Barney and then they end up sleeping together. And yeah, it's just it, funny because it's like when that happens, it's like there's the beginning of the end right there. Like that was it. Yeah. It's just yeah, weird watching true. it. Like as soon as they did that, that was such a bad call. And then they yeah. kind of, they could have recovered it, I think, because I do like, you know, like I, I like how Ted responds to it when he finds out and all that. Like it's yeah, it's hey, pretty hey, don't get me wrong. Too. I love I love I Am Your Mother. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, right? I, I don't I don't know what it, it just didn't click for us the second time as we're watching it. Like it actually there was a point where there was one episode where like these these people are gross. Like every one of these people are gross, just gross. But um, then, of course, you know that's facetious. It was just this one mean? episode. Well, they were. Uh, I think like they slept with Robin, and then Robin ended up sleeping with someone else. And then it was just like everyone. It just we hit this point where we're like, they're just trading. They're just trading back and forth. Like that's all it is. And then, um, uh, uh, then that's, what, know, that's, some, that's my big complaint is actually that. Yeah, that's really some, that that yeah. Ham and Barney are friends. But yeah. they keep trading Robin back and forth, and it's weird. It, like that's weird. Yeah, that's that's the you weirdest can be part. In a, there are situations in this world. Yeah, and they're not positive situations, <laughs> but where people go back and forth between people. Okay. Yeah, it's not a good thing. We all identify that as weird at best, right? Oh, that's yeah, that's definitely yeah, that's that's strange. But normally, those two people that the one person is jumping back and forth between are not best friends. Also. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I wish I wish it clicked more. The, the 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 I mean, it's technically it would be probably the third time. I mean, we've seen we've seen a lot of How I Met Your Mother, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's a great it is a great show for the most part. Uh, I I really don't like the fact that and spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I don't like the <laughs> fact that the show is. Not how I met your mother, but can I bang your bang your aunt Robin? Um, that would be, the, or or you know what? That's 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 a little probably over the top. Can I can I can I can I date your aunt Robin? Fine, I'll give them that. Okay, it's just yeah, I say bang is, because that's that's been their thing throughout the entire thing is just sex, <laughs> like with aunt, with aunt Robin, and then right. and with those hints of I, love, I get it, I get it. It's just a lot of that. But anyways, yeah, can I date your aunt Robin? Would be a more accurate title, and also this is how I met your mother. I think if you take the Barney aspect out, the Barney and Robin aspect out, I still don't like that. That's the end. But, um, but yeah, I didn't we have an entire season easier. dedicated to their their wedding? Their wedding to a the five day season. event, yeah, and uh, and then in about five minutes. You just dismantle that, and that whole season was like grueling to get through. It was not fun. It was not good. Yeah, it so was it strange. Was like you made me watch. You made me watch garbage, so you could just what's it called retcon? So you could yeah. just retcon it in in like a five minute. I just it's so disappointing. Didn't they say something about how they weren't planning on doing two more seasons? They were planning on one more or something, and they had to. Wasn't there something like that? Well, it's we weird. Heard? I I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. 
or I don't know, you know, but I do. I did read this article recently where the, basically it was with the writers and they were talking about the potential mothers because as the show was going, like the longer it goes, they know that they run into the, the risk of, of getting canceled, you know, yeah, every season yeah. that goes by. So they had a list of, of, okay, we're writing this girl in and she might be the mom if we don't get another season. So I, the only one oh, I remember now right. is the, I don't remember her name for whatever reason, but the baker. Yeah, that's right. Her. Yeah, I remember her name. Yeah. So she was a potential mother. And then there was at least there was like two more. Was Stella like was Stella potential ever potential? Mothers. I don't know. I don't remember. That one, man. When I watched that episode recently, that just maybe it's just because of the season of life I'm in or whatever, but that wrecked me a little bit. Yeah, I, 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 that was, that's early on, isn't it? Uh, season three, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was a good that was a good you know if I remember right, it was a pretty well written arc. But yeah, that, it's uh, it's just yeah. so sad. You know, they're at their wedding, and then her ex is there, and then she just leaves, yep. and it's just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Because does she Why come, does, she... does she come back later? Well, she does come back, right? No, I mean she's in the show a couple times after that, but never she's with that guy for the rest of the show. Oh, okay, got it. I was like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you say yes if you just <laughs> wanted to go back to him? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and and you know what? <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah that whole, uh, you I felt for Ted, I really yeah I, yeah, I felt for Ted quite a it's bit. So so sad for him. Who, who's the captain? I who was the captain? Who dated the captain? The ca- uh, Ted dates his wife technically. Right, and who's his wife? Zoe. Zoe, that's who it is. Okay, I was trying to figure out who the captain's wife was because I remember the captain. And, yeah, that uh, was a season I did not like when I went through it the first time, and then when I watched it a second time, I actually really liked it. So I'm kind of looking forward to it when I get there this time, so I can see how I feel about it now. What? Okay, what's uh, what season is that? Is that later? Seven. Yeah, Seven, that is later. I have it right now, so I'm gonna look. Hey, while you looked that up, did you know? Did you know that Steve Carell? I guess this is news. Eight, is it? It, it, it makes sense that it's either seven seven or eight. Because how many seasons it, are there? It might be six, actually. How many seasons yeah, are there? Yeah, it's six. Season six. Nine. Oh, it's definitely not eight, because eight was, the, eight was yeah, the, so, the wedding season, I think. The wedding. Yeah. So it's season six. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, season nine is the, the wedding season. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the whole season is just that wedding. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's that's really yeah. bad. The entire season. Can you believe that? Can you believe they did that? Uh. Oh, uh, two, three, five, seven? Oh, they probably, yeah, that's the case. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, my, my mom was asking me what, uh, the You're first. Like, oh, that's just, that's just the combination to the lock holding all my jewels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where where do you Actually, keep it? Oh, it's just in my closet, lower left hand side. You you want to know what's, what's funny? Your, what's your address? <laughs> you're fucking yeah, you're fucking joking right now. It, it is a code. <laughs> Here's the thing though, it, it's a code to something important, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And in fact, I should make a note here because she did. She literally just said it out loud what the code was for. Uh, but she's not near the mic, so um, great. I now didn't I hear just, it. So now I just go. admitted that. So if anyone's hearing, they're going to go. But no. They won't. I'll just remember. I'll, I'll remember to, yeah. to, to check it and make sure it's not caught on thing. But anyways, um, 
So yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I was saying. Um, did you hear about Michael Michael Scott, uh, Steve Carell? Did you hear about Steve Carell? How he didn't want to end uh, the thing that like he wanted to keep going. Like I always thought he wanted to leave. I was I always had heard that. Like he was done. He wanted to be a movie star, but apparently not. Like I guess they just couldn't come to an agreement with money wise. And they well, thought that they makes could... sense because he he was getting yeah. more famous, and so that. He... He was probably asking for more money, and then they were like, well, we're not going to give it to you, which yeah. I think is dumb. Um, and granted, that's from where I'm sitting now, Yeah. so who knows. But it is funny, because I think yeah. I, I I would rather – I love the idea of making movies so much. Like, I would really like to make movies. But if I could have a choice, I would actually be a part of a successful show that was like yeah. nine or ten seasons. Right. I love the idea of going to work every single day with the same group of people, and like, ideally you like them. Yeah. I, I, I wonder what the and, difference – no, I'm 100% with you, especially like – like I mean for me, not so much you know acting or, or anything like that. But like I would love to be on a, in a writer's room for that. Like I would love to write for a TV show for sure. And I would well, love uh, – and a movie. You know, movie, movie. You uh, know, I wouldn't complain about a movie either. <laughs> if, you write, if you write more, we could we could I know a whole I, thing. I know. I'm gonna. Hey, hey, I, look, it hasn't, it hasn't gone away. I, I'm, I'm going to continue. We to got to talk so. about the logistics of that soon. Yes, we do. Yeah. Cause I gotta, yeah. Also, if you ever think of any, um, any skits for me for the, those twins videos, feel oh, free yeah. to write that up. That'd be really great for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. No, that's that's. I thought, yeah, I'll I'll do that for sure. Cause I, you know, I figured yeah. you wanted to kind of, but yeah, I'll throw ideas no, not, at you. No problem. Not at all. I obviously I'll give you writing credits and all that. So. Damn. Writing that, credits for this thing I'm not making any money on, but you know. No, that, that's all I ask. That's all I ask is I, I love. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, that's, that's my my. It's one of my one of my dreams, and like I will quote Neil Young: "If you follow every dream, you might get lost." So I will say this is a dream, but not a dream. I'm you know I'm like, hey, I want to do this before I die necessarily. I mean, I do. I would uh-huh. love it, but it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, a dream of mine is to see written by on some screen. That 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 more than more than five people watch, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, like, like that that hey, look look, you know, to these even if it's like a little you know, like a little like you know theater like my my friend back in the day made a movie and he screened for like and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it now but like a couple hundred people like that's a you know that's awesome, um but uh yeah it's I think it's called uh, Ma- Marty's magical something uh, adventure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, our friend Dan from back in the day, friends with uh, Wesley, he they, they made that movie together. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I, for, I, it's like Ma- Ma- Marty's magical mystery event. I don't know. I don't remember what it is, but it's something like that. But um, uh, what I was going to say is, I do think I, I I do agree with you. Like that is that is stu- like I, it's it's stupid. He left. At the same time, I wonder. I'm 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 trying to put myself in his position. So. You have a family, you have a wife, and you you're probably pretty well off. Do you need more money? But then again, is it wrong to need more money? So he's probably making this more money in Hollywood, and then he's getting scripts, and they're giving him offers, and it's like, all right. And he goes to his wife, who's Carol on The Office, and he probably goes, "Okay, look, um, the, the NBC won't go more than however much, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what it would be." Uh, Ten thousand an episode. They're not doing more than ten thousand an episode. Oh, it'd be way more than that, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, especially with him at that point. But just you know, just throwing out a number ten thousand. You know, I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make whatever, however much. But I can make you know a quarter more 
if I go with movies. And then she goes, well, you know, that's another, that's, that's college, that's blah, blah, blah. And then so he goes, look, you either, I need this much and, or I'm, I'm taking off. And they probably just said, you know, that's, we can't do that. So I imagine, I, I imagine it must be tough at that, at that position. If you're well off, you know, especially I, if you're single, just, if you're well off and you're just like, no, I'm good. I'm, I love, this is what I love. I don't want to change that. That makes sense. But I guess. You know, if you got the pressure of, of everything else on, on you, and plus you want to make more money just because you want to make more money, then uh, it makes sense why he why he did walk. Well, okay, so I just uh, read the article, or read an article okay. about it. Basically what they said is that he mentioned casually on some radio interview that, like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about leaving. So he was just kind of thinking about it. But then was like, well, no, I don't, I don't want to leave. And he told his manager that, and his manager told NBC that. And then they were like, oh, okay. And then when it came time for them to you know, get them to sign a contract. They just never yes. offered him anything. What? Yeah, they just didn't offer. And so he was like, oh, okay. And, like, he told them, according to this thing, he told them, I want to do it. I want to I want to do it. And they basically just were like, oh, that's nice. And that was it. What the heck? So, see, and see okay, and I will say. I do. I, do I, I still think it was money related. I think that they didn't want to I offer so him the amount that he was worth. That's what I think it was. I think I, I, it is I weird though. There's this yeah. thing about uh, loyalty and stuff. So Tony Gwynn played for the Padres forever, and yeah. um, so he got signed on, um, signed on. You know, whatever you would use. You know, drafted. I guess. Yeah. Onto the Padres when he very first started, and then he managed to stay there for his entire career. And you know, he's a Hall of Famer, very good player. Got offers from other teams. Never wanted to leave. He wanted to be on the Padres. He wanted to be in San Diego. And that's why he's like a legend here. It's not because he was so good, even though he was in his right. in his prime. But it's because he was loyal. Not like the Chargers who went to L.A. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it, there's something to be like, I don't know. I think that that's like, I want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Yes, the, that makes sense. Yeah. I like, uh, this is a little bit different, but just like, in relation to like marriage, I just love this idea. I was listening to Big Shock here. I was listening to Jordan, Jordan Peterson earlier today, and he nice. was talking about how marriage is like saying you you find someone who's just as useless and um, what does he say, like evil or something like that, <sighs> as you, and then you shackle yourself to them and you say, no matter what happens, we're not leaving. You know, like it's it sounds pessimistic, but like. I, I, I love it. I like that a lot. Yeah, I love it. Because that that is, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot for the past few months. Um, I mean, I don't think about it every day, but periodically it comes into my head. That C.S. Lewis quote where he said something like, faith is the art of holding on to something despite my passing moods. Wait, one more and time? I'm like, that's faith is the art of holding on to something despite my passing moods. F- you, are you saying fate? Faith. F A I. Oh, faith. Okay, faith is. Okay, one more time. Okay, so faith is the art of holding on to something despite my passing moods. Okay, I like it. Okay. Something like that. That, I think if you just take the word faith out and put in love, I think that that is also a very true statement. You know, love is, you know, I I don't need butterflies every day to stay with you. We're in this together. You know, like I don't need the things that we feel now. We will not feel that exact same way in 10 years. We might sometimes, we might not other times, and sometimes I'm going to hate you, and sometimes, well, you know what I mean. Like, it's just, if you spend a lot of time with anybody, that much time with anybody, 
the, you know, things are going to, you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows, you're going to have boredom periods or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like that, I mean, there's a reason that those that, wedding vows, despite how many people break them, um, that they say what they say, you know, in sickness and in health and all that. And it's, you know, the good and the bad and whatever. If we don't, quote unquote, feel it for each other. Yeah. We're a team. We yeah. are a team. It does not matter. It's, a, you know, to go back to sports or whatever. If if you're on the Padres, if Tony Gwynn's on the Padres and they're doing really well, that's cool. I'm on the Padres. And when they're doing really bad, I'm on the Padres. Yeah, exactly. This is my team. Win together, lose together. Yep. Right. And that's, I don't know. I feel like I have, and maybe, maybe I, you know, who knows? I'm not married, so maybe I don't have, uh, no, maybe he, I don't he, have that in me. But I feel like I have that in me. No, you do. And here's the thing. It's it's not even necessarily having it in, in you. It's recognizing it. And a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and accepting it, I think, more than even recognizing it. Because I can talk to a lot of people who, um, I don't know, who have relationships. And I, I, I don't, I think they would understand that. Like, yeah, yeah it is. It takes work. It t- no, it's like, no, you don't understand. No, it takes work. Like, love is something you kind of work at together. At the same time, at the same time, it's there's there's an unconditional love, and that's the thing that motivates the action of love that you guys are working. And that's about just day to day, putting that person first. Um, and of course, there's a time when you gotta you know look at look after your health and stuff. But but it's about it's a it's about the little things, and it's about the um, the, the recognizing of uh, you know you, you're a person that's that's there to support. And you're not a person that you're not there to be, I don't know, you're not, you're not there to drain someone of their soul. And you're also not there to um, be a, a, a court jester to make sure they're, oh, you're happy all day. Like you both have to have this realization of um, it's give and take constantly. It's work and we're going to keep doing it. And that's what, the, and that's the thing. And the thing, the under, the underlying unconditional love that's it, it kind of it's almost like its own cycle it's almost like it cycles into itself when you're working at it daily because it's like oh you did this for me and at the end of the night we're laying there watching a show and we know that like you know we you know we had a successful day we had a good day and let's you know bring on tomorrow and that's what it is it's day to day the little things and and everything in moderation everything in moderation but at the same time like realizing that not every day is going to be butterflies in fact not every every you know it might be months before you feel those intense butterflies again because you're under financial duress or you know but the thing is to realize is that it's it's okay to it's okay to work at it that's that's not a bad thing that's in fact that's that's healthier than pretending like oh you know we're just an instagram family and everything's great and look at all these pictures of us smiling and oh look we're going on a trip i love my husband he's the best husband in the world you know hashtag you know best husband ever um you know best father ever blah 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 like that's all nice and that's great and that's awesome if it's real and and what makes it real is the work that you do and the 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 sacrifices you make and the other person, you know, um, not not to expect them to do the exact same sacrifices that you make, but for you guys to have an understanding together that it is exactly what you said. You're a team, and you shackled yourself to the other person, and unless that person is violent, 
unless that person is is a, you know addiction and it's causing it's causing you know pain in the family or it's abuse or it's abandonment even like you know then I don't really see any excuse to get a divorce and that's my opinion however if you're just unhappy when you get a divorce that's your life I would never say that I'm talking an excuse for me I'm not going to talk right. about an excuse for someone else. I'm talking about I don't see an excuse on my end. I would never look at a friend and be like, you shouldn't have gotten divorced. That's your decision, and you have your own moral compass you got to follow and your own life and your own, you know, like, oh, I'm just not happy with her. Okay, that's fine. You know, like, did you guys try? Like, you know, like, I, I, that's me talking to, that would mean me talking to a friend, not some random person. Like, I don't care about that. Like, you know, people can do what they want. But if a friend told me, like, you know, I'm thinking about getting a divorce, like, of course, you know, I, w I'd, I would try and help them not to, but at the same time, like I would never put my own moral compass on, on, on them in that, in that regard. But you know, we right. only know what we know. And I think you have exactly, honestly, like if you recognize that, especially now before, you know, um, before you have any wedding plans at all, like that's, I mean, that's your, you, you're, you're a step ahead of the game and it's not something I, you know, Alain and I thought there's supposed to be butterflies, you know, like at least, at least, you know, once every couple weeks, <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, like that's, that's the, it just, that's not the truth. And even though there are times where it does, you know, like that does happen and it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's, Hey, it's every day for, for several weeks. And then sometimes it hasn't, you know, we haven't had those butterflies in months. We just know that we're, we're still doing this together. And that's, that's, I think, I don't know, that, it kind of speaks for itself. So I don't need to say much more than that. But um, anyways, all that to say is Jordan Peterson is awesome because, <laughs> that guy that guy it was he, funny he was talking yeah. about he didn't get too into this but he's talking about moving in with your significant other and i Ooh, loved how he, I'm it, curious. This what, wait, of, wait what did he say about that it's weird because it's kind of how i feel um if you're willing to move in with somebody but you're not willing to marry them so in that scenario because obviously other people are moving in together planning on getting married or whatever yes but if it's like oh, I'm not ready for marriage, but let's move in together. And actually, I'm with you on this. Like, I'm not going to judge anybody for... Sure. Uh, especially at this point in my life, I'm not judging anybody for what they want to do. But this yeah. is what it is. It's saying, I um, I love you, but I want the right to leave. Like, I want to <laughs> I, I do this thing that looks looks like another thing, but I still want to be able to leave. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. And I thought, like, yeah, that's that's what that is. It's like I want to do the half commitment, you know? Yes. And again, a lot of people know that's what they're doing. So I'm not sure even talking negatively about it. I just think it's kind of a funny way to look at it. Like <laughs> yeah, a lot never, of people, I've you know, they're never, like, yeah. oh, let's, let's do this to see if we could be married. So that's exactly what they're saying is I don't know if I want to commit to marrying you, but let's do that, you know, so it is that. But it's just kind of a funny way of looking at it. You know what I mean? I've never thought about and, it like and, that. And this is what he was talking about true. is... uh. He's like, how if if you're planning on potentially leaving that person or if you think they might potentially leave you, then how could you ever be 100% honest with them? He's like, it's not until you dedicate yourself 100% that you're going right. to be 100% honest with them. Yes. And how could you ever feel really fulfilled if you're not being 100% honest with them? Yes. Exactly. And this is just what one guy said, and you're hearing a really rough paraphrase of it from <laughs> another guy. So, you know. If you're listening and you're like, that sounds completely <laughs> off, then find the clip yourself, you know, <laughs> and sit, see if you disagree with him. Um, this is just me off the cuff, you know, whatever. This right. is what this is in a conversation. You say things and then if somebody else questions it, 
you know, I didn't agree when you said blah, 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 blah. And then I'll be like, you know, I don't agree with me when I said that either, yeah, no. potentially. You know, I don't know. Um, if that's what I said, I don't think I meant it that way. Or maybe I meant it exactly like I said, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but there you go. I thought that that was interesting. No, I, really, and, and I think there's 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 two ways to look. Well, there's not two ways. There's plenty of ways to look at it. But um, I've never thought about it like that. But that's a hundred percent sure. And I I do think there is a thing on the other side where it's kind of like, well, hey, we start off, we are hanging out, are we? We're friends. Like, do we like each other? Okay, next step. We like each other. Now let's boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay, okay, we're doing this. Okay, well, now hey, I think I love you. Okay, I love you too. We're boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay, all right. Okay, um, you want to consider moving in? Okay, next step. Yeah, let's move in. Let's see how that is. So there is an incremental incremental step until that point where you're like, okay, let's commit a hundred percent. 100%. So I do, you know, um, I think, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for Jordan Peterson. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's like, I, he might, maybe he'd disagree with me, but I would, I would think that like, as, if you recognize that you are not fully committing by moving in, like that is a like, hey, we're trying this out now, just like we tried the last thing out. Like, mm-hmm. if you kind of realize that, then, then I think that's a fair thing to do um, when you move in with somebody and then you right, guys decide logical. to get married. Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes sense. Now, is it it's something logical, that you, but you just you just can't just acknowledge it for what it is. Is all I'm saying. You know, that's, that's exactly it, what it is. Is yes. is that not like the story of my life? What I talk about all the time. Like, if you're gonna do this thing, that's fine, but just acknowledge for, acknowledge, what acknowledge it, is. it for what it is. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Um. By the way, if it sounds like I've been randomly kissing someone throughout this, I'm drinking a water bottle and it makes loud noises, and I'm trying to keep it away from the mic. <laughs> so. Okay, uh, so I wanna. I gotta go in a few minutes. Actually, I, I wasn't yeah, planning I on. What, I didn't, yeah. It's three thirteen already. Jeez. Yeah, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm. I don't even know if it's interesting, but I'm gonna go for it anyway because this is our okay. podcast and we can do what we want, right? Let's do what we want. So I had to watch this documentary for a class and then write a paper. I want to read the paper. Okay. It's short. It's four hundred words exactly, I think. Um. So the documentary was about this guy named Joshua Harris. Now, I'm going to butcher this story a little bit because it's been a couple weeks. But he got a lot of money from doing something in computers. I don't know what. And I think, honestly, he's kind of a psychopath a little bit. But he, uh, he, this is like at the beginning of the internet. He was just really into this idea. Like, he believed everybody would be on camera all the time. Oh, I heard about this. And a, a lot of the... I don't know what you'd call them, but the people that are being interviewed in the documentary, the experts or whatever, yeah. they think that what where we're at now, like he was ahead of the curve. And actually, I think he was ahead of the curve in some ways. Yeah, he but, was. Um, well, that, that not case. everything. <laughs> so the paper, we have to write, we have to start the paper out with a question. And then I don't think we're supposed to answer the question, but I always tend to. By the end, of, by the time I'm finishing the paper, I always pretty much I don't answer it, but I say what I think the answer is. You know, so got it. Got it. He um he did this experiment where he had like a hundred people or something like that. He built this bunker and it had like restaurants and or a restaurant and a bar and yeah. uh just like I don't know, there was like a jacuzzi and a pool or something like that. You know, it was just like real elaborate down there. And all these people living there and there was cameras everywhere. There was so they were all sleeping on bunk beds, like together, or these pods or something like that. And then um, so there's cameras in there. There's cameras in the bathroom, cameras in the toilet, cameras everywhere. And this documentary, it was nuts. Like it showed 
in the documentary. It was like showing, you know, they're all drinking together, they're all dancing together, then they're all having sex with each other, and they're all they uh, know that they're being watched all the time. And there's um, TVs everywhere showing people, like showing everyone in the in the place itself, the footage, you know, of like all the cameras yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So they can actually watch it. They're watching each other do this stuff, and like I said, the documentary actually showed them do it. it was like it was like it was porn pretty much yeah so yeah um, essentially that's exactly what it was yeah it wasn't like censored out or anything it was weird i mean it was like fast clips but it showed it and uh so them doing all this stuff then he that got shut down after like a month or something like that and so then he moved on and he went to oh what did he do he built this house with cameras again everywhere he had this girl he got a girlfriend and then he got her to go along with this project. So there was a site that was up and you could watch them for 24 hours a day, every day. And this is where he was getting his income. So they would just be in there. But then they talked about how the relationship fell apart largely because of that, because they would get in some fight and then both go online and people like backing up the guy, backing up the girl or like, you know, whatever. And like, I think it said like nine times out of 10, they were on her side. And and then, um, like I said, cameras in the toilet. Isn't that weird? Inside the toilet. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. And yeah, that's you would weird, see them yeah. again. You would see them I mean, the cameras were everywhere. So you would see them doing everything that they did for however long they were together in that house. And he thought, this is what the future looks like. And then in the documentary, like I said, they were like, yeah, he was onto something because look at like Instagram and Facebook and all these people. Sure. So you can kind of see a correlation there, right? Right. However, I want to read this paper just because whatever. I don't know if it's any good. Yeah. I think he, he actually gave me a decent grade on it, but you know. Um, so, like I said, you have to start out with a question, right? So, that's what I did. And <laughs> full disclosure, I'm going to change one part because I mentioned someone by name in a certain situation. And oh, gotcha. That here, gotcha. so I'll change it up a little bit. But uh, Sorry, one second. Oh, look at that. Perfect time. Okay. My question is this. Was Joshua Harris really onto anything? The assertion from everybody in the film is that he was ahead of the curve. I'm certainly not daft enough to say that he wasn't at all, but he asserts repeatedly that everyone is going to live on camera in the future, and the future is now. Certainly our privacy is trivialized uh, far past the point of my own personal comfort, but the example in the film and book that are given for living in the camera are websites slash apps like Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Reddit. The problem I have with those examples, invasive as they may be, is that those are a quote-unquote false reality. People are often made to be depressed by going on those sites and apps because they see all their friends are living exciting and adventurous lives while they are working a dead-end job, struggling to get by and eating Long John Silvers every day. <laughs> Where uh, you pulled that one from? Yeah. Uh, what are the words of comfort that is given to those people when they are depressed about this everybody just posts their best moments that is not what their real lives look like everybody smiles for pictures she probably doesn't even like that guy I know a girl we'll call her Rebecca because her name is Rebecca <laughs> she went to Thailand with her boyfriend last year for four days Nice. she posts a picture of herself in Thailand on Instagram at least once a week every week it would be very easy for a person to look at her instagram and feel underaccomplished not keeping in mind that she went to thailand yeah once last year for four days <laughs> we all do live on camera but we are our own camera people deciding what gets seen and what does not 
Is our privacy disrespected? In my opinion, yes. But we are the ones disrespecting it. As for his experiment, the underground bunker one, obviously it did not really work. However, I believe the reason it worked at all is because only a certain type of person would even voluntarily put themselves in that situation in the first place. Not all types of people shit and fuck for the world to see. Quite frankly, (laughs) not all types of people shit and fuck for one person to see. Maybe I'm missing something here, but I feel like the answer to was Josh Harris really onto anything would probably be not really. There you go. That's what I wrote. And I, I like went it. back when I got the grade. I went back and reread it the other day, and I was like, I, "That's got to be the first time I, I've said shit or fuck on a paper." Oh, for sure. But oh, I just sure. thought. I mean that. I mean, when you watch that footage, it's so vulgar that I, I just thought that's that is the accurate description of what. Yeah. Oh no. That, that, what was happening? Is I know like, and that was the thing is they were talking about like, look at all them, they're partying, they're having a good time and they know they're on film. And it's like, and so it proves that we're all going to be okay with being on, on camera. And initially it's like, man, maybe you would get comfortable with that. And then I realized like, no, cause this was a voluntary experiment where they knew what was happening. I would not volunteer for that. You would not volunteer for that. I don't know if I know anybody that would volunteer for that. You know what I mean? Like I don't, and I know some pretty crazy people, but like that's, like everybody wants some privacy. Like e- even yeah. if you were okay with everything, I don't know anybody that wants a. Ca- I just keep thinking about this, but I don't know anybody that wants a camera in the toilet bowl while they're taking a dump. <laughs> like I don't know anybody that'd be okay with that. Yeah, and to me, I mean, we. I don't know the guy. What's the guy's name? John what? Joshua Harris. Joshua Harris. I mean, Joshua Harris. No offense, but you might be a pervert. <laughs> he might be a, bur- a little bit of a burger. Okay? I mean, like that—that that could be another conclusion that people could take from that. Like, but uh, I, yeah, I mean, I at first, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Your paper is good enough in, in this regard that you changed my mind because I'm like, he was onto something. He was onto something. But I, I actually didn't think about the voluntary part and how we are kind of our own directors and our own editors. That's the thing. Is e- even like, like porn stars or whatever, you know, cam girls. Everything that they're doing, they turn on the camera, they turn off the camera. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what that, I mean? So, exactly like, right. e- yeah. even they want privacy over whatever, you know? Yeah. Because I can tell you, you point a camera at me, I need to know a few things. I need to know why. <laughs> I need to know for how long and what you want me to do. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I immediately get, like, if, 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 you know, my sister, like, points a camera, like, smile. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't take a picture of me. Don't take a picture of me. Like, why are you taking a picture of me? Like, that's my immediate go-to reaction. Now, maybe not. Maybe if we're, like, at a party and I know she's taking pictures to, like, oh, like, I want to remember this. I would probably right, like, right, just, right. I'd just smile. But but if she just walked up to you right now and started taking right pictures, now, exactly. like, I, don't, I don't understand. Why are you yeah. doing this to me? Yeah, ex- yeah. Like, it's like, look, I'm like, you know, I'm wearing my, but I just woke up. Like, I have things, in, you know. There's and you know what's beer. funny is that's how I have felt in general about like Snapchat and Instagram videos, you know, whatever, yeah. all that. Like that's in general, not all the time, but that's kind of how I feel is like sometimes I'm trying to think of how to say it because there are. It can be flattering to have somebody that wants to post you on their page or their, their yes. thing. Um, and like I was saying earlier, I mean, there's been times where I'm, I'm 100%. You know, a, a girl took a video of me one time. She said, hey, can I post this on Snapchat? I said, 
yeah. And then she said, everyone will see it. And there was a reason why she was saying that, you know, and I, yeah. I said, yeah, that's fine. Because at that point, and this is largely still how I feel. I'm not, I'm not hiding anything. I'm not hiding yeah. anything. But like, you know, like I was saying on our, our first episode and earlier yep. today, there's certain things now that I'm just like, nobody was going to get off of that Snapchat. Nobody was going to get a false impression off of what was happening. I'll go exactly. and say that. Yeah. Um, what it looked like is what it was. And that's why I was okay with it. Yep. Um, but that said, that camera went on, it went off. She controlled when that happened. Yep. And I mean, you know, and was gracious enough to ask for my permission, which doesn't, that obviously doesn't normally happen. People just like, will take Snapchats or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't understand. We're just doing nothing. Why? Yeah, we- <laughs> that's, yeah, that's happened more than, <laughs> more than once. I'm like, we're just, we're just sitting here. And I, now I'm guilty of this too. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm definitely guilty of this. I will say I'm guilty of it in that I'm pretty sure that 95% of the time I did it, I was probably um, had a few drinks in me. Um, right. Well, it's funny because I'm saying all this, but I'm not, it's, I'm not a hundred percent consistent on this. To be yeah, fair. yeah, of course. Like I'm, uh, my, but, my, but, uh, my social media I'll, presence I'll, I'll is strong, more consistent, but it's more there. Consistent. Yeah. You're more consistent than anyone I know. Let's all say that. So, you know, as far as, as far as, you know, being online, you know, genuine online as you are in real life. So, yeah, doing um, my best. Oh man. Well, we are at, what time is it? 325. Wow. This is a, this is one of the longer ones. Uh, I think so. Well, I think this could be the second longest, but we, I think we went longer the first time, but that's okay. Hey, I'm, I'm, we, this is, this is kind of a normal, like when we talk on the phone, even before, even before yeah. COVID-19 took over, like we would, this is, this is about a normal, you know, length of I gotta say, I think, so. um, if I had to guess the second half of this one is going to be a lot more interesting than the first half. <laughs> if, if I was listening and I, I listen to all of them, I think I'll like the second half of this more than the first half. Probably, but I, I, I'll let you know when I listen to it. I'll a, let you know. Yeah, same here. It's it's such like a, it's such like a blur already that it's like like I don't I don't I was like what are we what are we, we talking about? <laughs> but but yeah yeah that's hey I do remember this. I said my memory was shitty earlier on, so there you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening live right now. So yeah. All right, brother. All right. This has been great. Yes. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, let's shoot for uh, Monday. We'll let's shoot for Monday one thirty. We'll see if we can get them out back to back. All right, cool. All right, I'll text you. All right, I love you, man. Love you too, bro. All right, bye. Bye.